Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Good morning, this is Ursula Odom, and I am your host for Navwick Talks, and we air every Wednesday morning at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time, and it's a benefit to the members of National Association of Black Women in Construction. It is offered as an educational service to our listening audience. We bring our members and industry experts to you each week to educate, motivate, and encourage professional connections. Good morning, and I am also. All right, thank you so very much. We are on the show for the week of Navwick Talk. My name is Ann McNeil, and I am the master builder, helping to build stronger and better lives. And today, for the National Association of Black Women in Construction, we were started to increase the awareness for black women and girls to enter into the construction industry. And as the founder of the organization, I envision the fact that we sit on four pillars. The first pillar for the National Association of Black Women in Construction consists of a pillar of girls, girls of all ages, all color, all creed. We want to encourage them to come into the construction industry. The second pillar upon which we sit or stand, whichever you prefer, is to include all black women who are in the public sector. You know, those black women who are in your city, your county, your school board, your state, and federal legislative positions, whether it's commissioners or, or council people, those individuals also that impact procurement at all levels of the public sector of government. The third stool upon which we sit or stand, whichever you prefer, are black women who are in the private sector, in the Fortune 100, the Fortune 1000, the Fortune 500, those individuals that control procurement to help us understand how to do the private sector. And then there's the fourth leg of the stool, those of us who are in the construction industry, whether we are laborers or carpenters, whether we are tradespeople, MEPs, whether we are owners or professionals, contractors, whether we are lawyers, accountants, CPAs, financial planners, all of those services are a part of the construction industry. 
but very often we don't think about it like that. And so our guest today is Miss Angie Gray. And Angie Gray is going to come on and tell you a little bit about herself and why did she decide to join this awesome, awesome, awesome organization of women of all color, creeds, all professionals, all sizes, and all kinds of visions and opportunities that we create for each other, but also for our community. So join me in welcoming Miss Angie Gray. Good morning, Angie. How are you this morning? Good morning, everyone. I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. And Angie, you know, uh, you are a woman of of, um, of many hats, and I have not told you recently. I want to let you know how much I really appreciate your go-to attitude, and also being willing to come on the show today. And, and uh, also, we want to give a shout out to Ursula Odom, which is our regular host. But I, I hope that all of you would have um, uh, agree with me that Ursula. Enjoy your vacation, and we will stand in your stead while you're out. If you come back and listen to the show, we want to do a very good job for you, a better job, I should say. But today's guest is Angie Gray. And Angie, I met Angie when she was a commissioner for the city of, a councilwoman for the city of Delray, which is where I worship. And uh, as I began to know more and more and more about her, uh, she is um Oh, my gosh, Angie, I could, I could think of a lot of things positive to say about your go-to get-it-done attitude. And one of those go-to get-it-done attitudes uh, that we um, really experienced together was the event for the job fair that was created uh, from an idea and in less than seven days became, I think, one of the highlights of Delray. But before I get ahead of myself, will you share with our listeners a little about yourself first, and then we'll talk about what drew you to this organization for you to decide to become a member. So let's start with um, who is Angie Gray? Wow, that's a, that's a very good question. I'm still trying to figure out who Angie is myself. Um, but I'm Angie Gray. I'm a, a licensed realtor here in Delray Beach. Um, I've owned my own business for 22 years and um, a former vice mayor of the city of Delray Beach on the city council for five years um, prior to that um, CRA, which is Community Redevelopment Agency, and now I serve back on the Community Redevelopment Agency board. Um, I was asked, brought in by one of our neighborhood community improvement agency for the city of Delray Beach to head up, um, uh, bring people in from the community so that they, we could train them in the construction world or get some people um, certified. And um, they knew that I could do it because I was well-connected in the community. So the first person I thought of was Ann McNeil because um, – and, and we had um, – I have been running into Miss Ann for a, a long time, a couple of years, and just kind of watching her and admiring her from a distance. She didn't know who I was, but I was watching her. And so when that happened, we all know that um, anything that is done in decent and order – um, it just goes smoothly. So in the back of my mind, I just pulled out Ann McNeil, gave her a call, sat down and talked to her. And if anyone knows Ann, she'll allow you to just, you know, keep moving. But she's watching to see if you're going to move. And I, and I know this about her. Um, she's not going to – I mean, she's going to push, but you got to have that drive and want-to attitude as well. 
And so um, when I called her, she said, okay, I will do it. Um, but in less than two weeks, we, we put together um, over 100 young people from the age of about um, 24 to 30-something years old. Um, the city of Delray wanted younger people from the age of 18, but I figured that when they're about 20-something years, 24 years old, they've gone through some things, they're very serious about it. And we know that in the construction world that um, this is a serious business and we want people to be successful. So we figured we wanted hungry people. And so we figured hungry people were from the age of 20 to 30-something years old. So we put together this this group. Uh, we had vendors. Um, NADWIC was there representing. Uh, we had uh, the city of Delray, CRA, other entities there. And we ended up getting a whole bunch of people certified. Or they're in the classes now uh, in the process of getting certified um, for construction, men and women. So we're happy and excited about that. Um, but that program is moving forward, but we're going to start some other programs. So I think I hit on, I think I touched what you wanted me to share as far as that program is concerned, um, Ms. Uh, McNeil. Oh, what Nadwit, the reason why I wanted to become and became a, a quick member, a uh, member of Nadwit quickly, was because of when I started researching the internet, researching NABWIC and, and figuring out all these wonderful, awful women that are coming together, supporting each other, and I've always been an advocate and want to serve people, and so I want to make sure that I was a part of the solution as far as connecting people because that's what God has given me, that gift to connect people to the right resources. So for me so far, um, uh, I've been given the, the, the um, giving um, the ability to bring the people together, have them meet at our meeting every Wednesday from 7 to 8 a.m. where people are networking. Um, and I was at a meeting this morning how they just talked about NABWIC and how um, they had belonged to other organizations um, and have and paid their annual fees but haven't gotten anything out of it. In less than three weeks, we've been able to direct them to different organizations like the OEB office, which is the Office of Economic Business Opportunities, and other places to steer them in the right direction. And that's what we do here at, at NAGWIC, NAGWIC uh, members. Well, thank you so very much, because one of the things that I've noticed and observed, uh, like I said, about what you're doing is you have a heart for people. Uh, where does this, this heart for the community and heart for people come from, Angie? I I really believe that um, it's it's in us, and when you find out what your passion is, you kind of it's like just normal, it's easy. But my parents, um, both of them, served um, the community, and and that's what I do, and that's what I enjoy serving the community um, in my work, whether it's in my personal business or the work that I do for the community. Um, you just have to have that. I think it's in all of us. Uh, we just have to bring that up and out. So, so is that what I do? To do, what you do? I'm sorry, you broke up. Is that what drives you? My question really is centered around what really drives you in terms of this inner drive to succeed that you apparently have in your in your business as a realtor, and now I understand uh, as quiet as it's kept uh, that you're considering becoming a licensed general contractor in the area. 
Can you share a little bit about why you think that's important in your community with the CRA and all this development that's going on in the city of Delray? Um, yes, and, and not just the city of Delray Beach, but our, our county. Um, the drive, I guess the drive is within me because I have a why, uh, and my why is basically my family, my community, and leaving a legacy. Um, and so I'm, I'm I'm just working on my goals and my why. And and becoming a contract, a licensed contract, yes, I'm, I'm going to sign up next month for my courses. I've researched and done everything, just waiting for the course. Um, but I have... In the city of Delray Beach, construction is uh, probably something is so huge, and we're getting ready because we just passed some disparity studies in Palm Beach County, and now on the CRA board, the city of Delray Beach, we're getting ready to actually do the study. So that kind of we want to make sure that we have people in the pipeline that are ready to be prepared, so that we won't have people saying, "Okay, there's no unskilled or licensed people that we could go to." We want everyone to be able to have their fair share if they have everything in decent and in order and lined up and ready for it. Well, that's going to make a big impact in the county because um, oftentimes we don't think we can do it. Now, I'm just curious, though, what makes you think that you can do this as a leader in your community in the real estate industry? Now you're, you're adding to your toolbox what really makes you think that you can do this and become a licensed general contractor in your area? Um, because I was always taught and I believed that I could do anything that I wanted to do. And the fact that I have accomplished so many things, this is, this is like another challenge for me that, I, that I'm ready for. And um, there's a lot of money to be made. And I want to be a part of it. And uh, that really is a big uh, advocate. Uh, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I uh, mean, you know, why we do so many things. That's one of my whys. Ah, <laughs> uh, so we come down to the money of it all. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, gracious. that's a huge right, part of it, Ms. McNeil. <laughs> All right, sounds good to me because anybody that knows me long enough know I'm always talking about thinking and growing richer. But we'll come back to that story. We're going to take a short commercial break, and then we're going to come back and continue to talk with Miss Angie Gray of Delray. And we're going to talk also about what she thinks her some of her strengths and weaknesses. And then we're going to go into that awesome subject of thinking and growing richer and why she thinks that that's important. So hold on. We are so excited to have you listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show. Please call, text, or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash NABWIC or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. NABWIC's intent is to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. 
heard. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the Internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C. Thank you, and we're back. All right, all right, all right, we're back. This is Ann McNeil, the master builder, happen to build stronger and better lives, and the founder of the National Association of Black Women in Construction. And today we're talking to Ms. Angie Gray of Delray. And I'll also say Angie Gray of Palm Beach County. Well, why don't I just say Angie Gray from the state of Florida, because that's what I am envisioning for you, Angie. Because with your spirit and intent and vision, I really see you throughout the state doing wonderful, wonderful, wonderful things. And it all started in Delray. Now, can you share with us what do you think your greatest strength and your greatest weakness is? Well, I think my greatest strength is um, communicating and connecting people. And I I just enjoy trying to figure out um, what do you have to offer and who can I help you connect with to help you make your dreams or help you with your dreams. So I think the connection piece of it is one of my biggest strengths. Uh, One of my weaknesses is probably trying to help so many people and or helping people when they don't want to be helped and or trying to get them to move forward when they really want to stay stuck. And so sometimes I tend to spend a lot of time trying to get people to get it or see it. And when somebody else is over here that might be ready to move and um, not being able to pay as much attention to them or help them because I have someone over here that's just really stuck. So that, I guess, spending a lot more time with people with trying to get them to move forward in is one of my, my weaknesses. Wow, that's very interesting because sometimes our weaknesses can become strengths. And, uh, but also the serenity prayer kicks in when we have to pray uh, to God to help us to understand those things we can and cannot change. So that's very uh-huh. encouraging. What do you see that's next for Angie Gray? And then I want to talk very briefly about uh, this whole movement of thinking and growing richer as I understand that you're also reading the book, Thinking Grow Rich, and how does that relate to Maverick and what you envision it helping you to do? But let's um, let's go back to what do you what do you what do you see? What do you envision is next for Angie Gray? Do you think of possibly running for a commission seat again? Do you think of uh, starting a new business? Do you do you see yourself retiring? Uh, What's next on the horizon for Angie Gray? Well, I, I'm still trying to, um, you know, God and I just have a special relationship. I'm still trying to figure out where he wants me to go because I'm kind of, you know, all over the place a little bit. With I see myself um, definitely going through the getting my GC license, um, general contractor license. Um, but then for, for NABWIC, as far as um, – you know, working on the the national level and doing whatever we need to do to to help me to to help Navic, uh to continue to be great in whatever area they need me to work in. Um, 
that's pretty much what I see, like, in the, the, the near future, just focusing in on really the one thing right now, which is probably getting my GC license. That's what I really want to do next. And, um, yeah, that's what I see for, for now. Um, as far as the political piece is concerned, um, I'm still praying about that because I've had several people call me asking me to run for mayor of my city. Um, asking me whether I'm going to run on the um, on the state level again. I've ran once on the state level as well, and um, or city commission. But I've also been running other people's campaigns. So that's why I'm saying I'm trying to be really prayerful about which direction um, I need to go in. And God definitely has to be in the middle of it because, as we know, if we're not if he's not consulting, nothing goes right. So I haven't heard from him yet on that aspect yet, so I'm still listening. <laughs> awesome, awesome. It's not a bad thing to listen. And then once you hear the voice, uh, the question is, um, you know, will we will we act on the voice once we hear it? I was sharing a story mm-hmm. yeah. on, online, actually, on yesterday. I do a post every day from the book called And one of the questions, uh, it, it talked about the call, hearing the voice. And I was sharing a, my own story where it talked about, uh, I, I shared briefly that God, uh, I didn't hear his voice. I didn't act on it. I heard it, but I didn't act on it. It took me years to act on it. And the voice that I heard was God telling me to start this organization called the National Association of Black Women in Construction. And I, I did not recognize the voice. And sometimes we have to ask the question, and that's what I ask all of our listeners today. Ask yourself the question, do you hear the voice of God? And if you do hear the voice of God, what does it look like? Uh, this is our show, and uh, we can talk about uh, God and, and hear the voice of God and what does it look like to us because, again, so often we pray. And then we listen, and then we pray, and then uh, we listen, <laughs> and then we pray, and then but we don't actually act on what we hear, right? We pray mm-hmm. and we listen, yes. but do we actually act on what we hear if we are not clear about the voice and really whether or not it's his voice that we hear? And so I would encourage you, Angie, as you continue to pray and listen, I would also encourage you to do that which you feel that you're led to do as you listen because, again, um, uh, sometimes we want a confirmation, as I did. I'll talk about myself. (laughs) This show is about you, but I can uh, definitely (laughs) attest my quick little testimony. uh, It's the quiet time. It's the journaling. It's the listening in the silence. It's the daily devotion. It's the daily meditation mm-hmm. that oftentimes is required before we act. And then even mm-hmm. then, uh, we have to move our feet by faith when we do act and move. Because, um, you know, I, I don't know about uh, listening for uh, um, a bolt of lightning from the sky. I'm not sure about listening for writing on the wall, you know, different things that people say, uh, you know, right. I'm waiting for this, I'm waiting for that. 
And so I would just continue to encourage you. Uh, and the other thing we talked about, too, was the book, the book, Think and Grow Rich. And to share uh-huh. the kind of impact that that has had on your National Association of Black Women in Construction journey in terms of, of moving a little closer to that which you desire. Any thoughts on that? Right. Yeah, so my um, back to what you just shared, I, I, I agree totally, but I think that um, one of my favorite uh, scriptures is faith without works is dead. And I literally take that into consideration in everything. Like you said, you can have all the faith all day long. I have faith that I'm going to open up this new business. But if I don't do the works behind it to, to do that, to get prepared, to get my license, to get certified, um, to open up this business, then nothing happens. So faith without works is definitely that's my number one favorite scripture. Um, but the thing can grow rich, um, focusing in on the, the one thing and actually just talks about the fact that, yes, you do need to get moving. And so go back to one of your earlier questions is that I am starting to open up a business. Um, I'm between the two names now, Turkin uh, or um, Graco uh, Insurance Company. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, construction company and related services and so that is what I'm trying to get prepared for in Think and Grow Rich is, is helping me to get focused and narrow down what I want and then what are my goals and what am I going to do about making those goals or hitting those goals so yes uh, Think and Grow Rich um, I'm, we're all on different chapters but meeting and talking about that um, when we have our calls is just amazing. We learn so much from different people as to where they are in different chapters. Yeah, it's it's um it's a faith walk and I, I do believe Angie very strongly that when we when we start a business and we have any kind of dream or goal or desire, uh, the accountability piece is so vitally important because uh like for example, we're in the organized. I'm in the organized planning chapter of the book right now, and one of the first things that the author tells us that we must do when we have plans uh, that we must have uh, a team, a group, an accountability, a mastermind group of some kind yes. to also help us to vet those plans. So, for example, you yes. just mentioned about the name. You're in between two different names. So just imagine being in an accountability group, a mastermind group, and actually I have one I want to recommend you may want to consider joining the summer start this weekend, Sunday. We'll talk about that off the radio. Okay. But anyway, okay. uh, so so you would take the two names and you would share them with your mastermind group and then let them help you do the pros and the cons of each name to look at which name would be of greater value to you. Because a name in business should tell the reader, the listener, exactly who you are and what you do. For example, Graco Construction says, this is who I am, this is what I do. I I don't remember the first name you called. Now, that Uh in and of itself might be a hint because if the name is memorable, chances are it's findable. So those are just some thoughts as relates to the power of a mastermind group and what it can do in helping to support you towards your goal. So I okay. am going to uh, prepare to wrap up. I want to thank you so very much for being willing to share your insights with us today. 
And can you tell people how they can find you or anything you'd like them to remember about you in terms of reaching out to you for interviews? Because, you know, we've not talked about your real estate business at all. Right. Um, so anything so you'd my, like to share uh, about it, that business? Yeah. Yeah, um, the real estate business um, is going quite really well um, here in Palm Beach County. Um, I'm a realtor. Uh, we do, uh, I'm sorry, buy, sell, or invest in real estate. I'm really getting into a lot of the investment piece of it because, as we know, that's you know that's that's a huge piece. I've actually built um, a building of my own that I lease out for for space, and so I want to get into more about investing and in helping people to invest in and real estate um, for generational wealth. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's what I do about my, my Angie Gray dot um, realtor. And so Angie Gray at gmail.com. Angie Gray realtor dot gmail.com. My phone number is 561-350-0611. Awesome, you. awesome, awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And if there's any guys that would be interested, now, are you, are you focused only uh, in the area of Delray, or how does that work? In terms no, of so um, I'm, right, real estate, ERA Home Run is my um, office, and we do real estate throughout the, the country. We, um, I actually have partners that we deal with. So if you live in New York, if you live in Texas, if you live in any other state, we partner with them. So you go look, I mean, contact me, and um, I will contact all of our partners to help and make sure that you get the professional services that you deserve. So it's nationally focused also then, is what you're saying? I'm sorry? That is awesome. I say, so you say it's nationally focused also then. Yes, yes, we are. Yes, we do. We we deal with Carters, and they're all over. All right. That's wonderful to know because, again, uh, this organization is in many cities and many states, and you just never know. You might have someone listening to the show that's looking for a realtor, and they can reach out to you um, there. All right. Definitely. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. Are there any closing words that you'd like to share with our listeners about who you are, what you do, or what you have coming up uh, before we start to wrap up the show? Hello, again, um, my name is Angie Gray, and I'm a realtor at ERA Home Run, and um, I'm a proud to do member of NABWIC, and so um, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about... Um, our meetings every Wednesday where we could come together and network and share our experiences along with um, the Think and Grow Rich um, uh, telephone call that we do every week and sharing and the accountability, just someone or an organization there that cares um, and knows our concerns and also who helps. Thank you. Now, you just brought up, I, I, I keep trying to end this, but you just brought up another subject for me. <laughs> hey, that is, you have a special guest coming to breakfast next week at uh, the NABWIC meeting on Wednesday. Uh, you want to share with our listeners, uh, for um, especially those in Palm, Palm Beach County, 
Uh, we will be at Tom Sawyer's Restaurant at 7. you want to share a little about who our guest will be then? Yes, so our guest speaker will be um, our mayor of our county, Matt Bernard, and he will be there sharing with our organization how um, he could help us or how the county could help us. And um, so it's very exciting. Our meeting starts um, every Wednesday at 7, from 7 to 8 a.m. at Tom Sawyer's. And uh, we're just excited. We're going to have everybody come out. If you know someone in Palm Beach County that has a business, want to start up a business, have them to come to our meeting at Tom Sawyer from 7 to 8 o'clock next week. Not only will we have our Mayor Mac Bernard this week, but we will be having other guests uh, to come to our meeting. So you will want to be there. It's going to be exciting. Okay, you want to give them the exact date because this, this show is uh, going to continue to be aired, but just in case they're listening before uh, the date or after the date, they know they have the right date for him. I'm sorry. Yes, of course. That would be Tuesday, June the 26th, 2019. Wednesday or Tuesday? Tuesday or Wednesday? Wednesday. Wednesday. We're on Wednesdays. I'm sorry. Wednesday. Tuesday is my, yes. my commission meeting. I apologize. Uh, Wednesday, <laughs> 7 a.m., 7 a.m. to 8 a.m., Tom Sawyer, June the 26th, 2019. Perfect, Our mayor perfect, of Palm Beach County, Mac Bernard. Yes, an awesome mayor he is. He's made a lot of difference in our county already. And so we want to give a shout-out to him because he's doing a phenomenal job. And like he likes to say, you know, as the first Haitian-American mayor of our county, listen, he has raised the bar phenomenally. So we want to thank him for that. All right, Angie, well, I want to go ahead and chime out and just remind everybody that we are the voice of black women in construction. And the vision of the National Association of Black Women in Construction is to build lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for us and our communities. And so um, as the founder of this wonderful organization, I am just honored to be associated with members like Angie and all the other leaders in this organization. And so, Angie, I want to thank you again and again and again for being willing to come on and share uh, just a little bit about yourself that you know we're going to have to have you come back, right? Thank you so yes. much, and um, no, thank my... you to all the listeners. A great day. Thank you, Angie. All right, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next week on the radio. Thank you. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.